You're in tune to Thursday Night Watch, the meeting of the Inner Circle, and this is Adama thanking you for being right where you are in this now moment. We who live in this now moment of eternity are and should be and should care to walk in the light of the truth of the all that we each are as these living, loving, intelligent, potent, and immortal points of that absolute and supreme intelligence whose presence is absolute and supreme. It is beginningless and endless. It is infinite and eternal. It is all there is and there is nothing that is outside of it for everything is a part of it. And I am the one to remind us and to encourage us to turn our attention to that absolute and supreme intelligence that is animating the sun, rotating and floating this earth and holding all things in absolute order by virtue of its own presence and its intelligence and absolute law. And because we are in a frequency and vibration that is a global initiative to divide and conquer us, to distract us, to render us dysfunctional and distorted to the degree to which we are not applying ourselves to that which is purpose in existence, to the degree to which we are allowing little things, petty things, divisiveness to keep us from exalting a full life's urge, from knowing that we are here specifically for the purposes of mastering ourselves, controlling ourselves, harmonizing ourselves with the will of existence, the ways of existence, the laws of existence, and to understand that that is purpose in our earth residency that we are in the curriculum of developing our conscious cosmic citizenship and conscious immortality. And for those of us who care to be properly realigned and reoriented as a result of being under World Conquering Rampage, then it is necessary that we meet frequently, that we are in a place where we have access to that which is consistently supporting us, reminding us of how blessed we each already are by virtue of each and every breath and every beat of our hearts. And I am so grateful. I am so thankful that I have been saved. Save so many times. From tragedy and travesty. Save so many times. By the prayers of those who prayed for me. Those who loved me. Those who sacrificed for me that in this celebration of the anniversary of my birth and the love between my parents that conceived me, I am here. Only by virtue of my having a true care and concern to live, to honor and glorify those who have come before me, those who I've come through, 
those who have sacrificed and were sacrificed, those who stood, those who couldn't stand, those who came, those who wouldn't come on behalf of the whole of existence itself. And I am so grateful and so thankful for all of you who take the time to realize that we who dwell upon this planet now, we have so much available to us that there really is no reason for us to accept helplessness or hopelessness or to be steeped in degrees of insecurity and instability because we will not do what is ours to do in focusing wholeheartedly in being realigned and reattuned to the laws that govern our being. And it is by virtue of lawful living, when we are loving, when we are literally consciously caring to be all that we are as these points of absolute and supreme intelligence. See, our career objectives could not provide us with the, the true wealth and prosperity that living on purpose provides us. Our commitments to our belief systems cannot give us the leverage that is required as a result of the forces of education and religion and the corporate entities of deities of death having taken opportunity to have a global impact and effect that is not in the best interest of anything or anybody than those of us who are getting Uh, insights and coming to a point where we see the sea of sickness, illness, and disease that we have watched our parents and grandparents and children and other ones, our neighbors and whatnot, being cut down in the streets, withering away from all of this sickness, illness, and disease, which the doctors and all of these other ones can't seem to get a grip in terms of how to cure it. They can only treat it. And so because we are in a now moment of eternity where where we have the opportunity to truly ask and know that it would be given, why should you not be asking for solutions to your issues? Why would you not want a greater light to for, with which to see and you would not be falling all around and down because you are not in the degrees of light that requires that you require in order to really be all that you are. We are here to dig deep within the depths of ourselves, to reach the heights of ourselves on behalf of the ones that we have come before, we have come through. It is our time to be in that place and space where we will get centered and we will knock and we will ask and we will flush and we will purify and we will commit and we will consecrate and we would care to do that which is ours to do in laying foundation for the exaltation of our generational wealth. We each, regardless of what hue of people we are, have greatness already in us. But it's very difficult to feel great. It's very difficult to feel confident. It's very difficult to be in your faith. It's very difficult to remember and be consistently mindful with each and every breath and every beat of your heart. 
that you are completely immersed in nothing but absolute and supreme intelligence and that intelligence has you. And with each and every breath and every beat of your heart, you are so absolutely blessed to be participating in this now moment. And as the anniversaries of our birth is coming and going and coming and going again, we should be in a place where we are doing that which is ours to do daily in exalting a full life's urge in understanding the power that we have been giving with every word and every thought that we think that we have the capacity to create a greater circumstance and situation. We have the capacity and the responsibility in this now moment to recreate ourselves based on the ideal of the absolute and supreme intelligence that designed us, whose purposes we are here to serve, to prepare ourselves to be able to give a greater service, to have an understanding and understanding that wherever we are, we are always held within absolute law and the fulfillment of the law is absolute love and love is that which is the harmony of the whole of existence itself. Love is that which is the truth. of our common blessedness with each and every breath and every beat of our heart, with every cell of our being, just coming to that point where we stop putting conditions on our thanksgiving and we will just be thankful and we will just be giving because we have each and every breath and have had each and every beat of our heart and to know that destiny is beckoning us destiny is calling us and destiny is really about leaving the planet everybody has to go the issue that I am consciously seeking to remind us is that while we are here we should be rejoicing in the reality that we are already in heaven. We are already upheld and, and immersed in nothing but infinite possibilities and we dwell in the now moment of eternity already. It's nothing that's coming. It already is. And we share the blessedness of being these ones that we are. And so on behalf of our mothers, on behalf of our fathers, our grandmothers, our grandfathers, our great-grandmothers, our great-grandfathers, and all of the great-great and the great-great and the grand-grand and the not-so-great and grand that have come before them, I am Consciously reminding you of how great you already are. And that now is our time to do that, which is going to create a greater good for the whole of us. We have duty, obligation, and responsibility to the world. If the corporate entities and the corporate deities of death can position themselves to be global, 
than those of us who would take responsibility to be realigned and reoriented in the integrity of the truth of who we are as these living, loving, intelligent, potent, and immortal points of that absolute and supreme intelligence, then we should be global also. And to know that we are in a day and time where light has the right to triumph. And that the light is the only sovereignty possible over all of the darkness, all of the chaos, all of the scheming and the plotting, then the planning and the depopulation and the vaccinations and inoculations and the mandates and all of these things that have put us in a place where we have given our power away. Now we have to reclaim it, reclaim it with every fiber of your being, being completely immersed and infused by your conscious intention to lift your voice up and speak the words that I am, that I am, the I am that each of us is, is the presence of the absolute and supreme intelligence. And that every being that has an eye that sees, sees by virtue of the eye of God. In our harmony and our peace and our poise and our prosperity and our integrity and our grace and our salvation and our deliverance and our liberation and our resurrection is, con is consistently contingent upon our being consistent in remembering the divinity and the sacredness of life itself. You will never have anything greater than who and what you already are. You can never do a greater work than becoming all that you truly are as this living, loving, intelligent, potent, and immortal point of the absolute and supreme intelligence. You have to really care in order to get beyond all of the inhibition, all of the fear, all of the degrees of, of, of being in a place where you don't feel worthy, you don't feel deserving and whatnot. By each and every breath and every beat of your heart, you are worthy and you are deserving and you are needed in this now moment. In the fullness and becoming ever more full, there is no end. There are no limits. There are no bounds to the fullness that we can truly experience as these points of an absolute and supreme intelligence that is all there is. And it is calling us to respond correctly and directly in our now moment unto it to be in service to be consciously caring to be cleared and cleansed so that we can truly be healed because we cannot heal without the cleansing we cannot serve truly without the healing and we cannot truly come to power without knowing and being in a place where we have light enough, wisdom enough, courage enough, love enough, integrity enough. To implement what has to be implemented in order for our children and our grandchildren to have a greater opportunity to unfold in the light of the truth 
of their own divinity without so much violation, without the miseducation, without the disorientation, without the subjugation and the violation and all of that which we see our children are being negatively impacted and affected by the failures of those who should be mature ones, the progenitor of lineages and the perpetuator of lineages that we did not do what was ours to do, which was to go directly to our creator, to get quiet, to get still, and to seek with every fiber of our being for the quality of insight for the activation of our faculties, its gifts, so that we are not trying to prove our parity and our equality with those who have no love, no light, no wisdom, and no truth. We don't have duty and obligation to work on behalf of those whose purposes do not serve life. We cannot be licensed, certified, and degreed to be the practitioners of sickness, illness, disease, and death as livelihood. We are not in a place and space where we can love killing ourselves and then think that you will be able to transcend the earth to move into the exalted realms and sit at the right hand of God, the Father Almighty. You understand, we have to come to a point and place where we are sowing the seeds that are consistent with the quality of harvest that we seek to reap, that, that we care to be whole. And in order to be whole, in order to be healed, we have to do that which is ours to do to facilitate it. So many people want to go to people and have them put a hand on them and be healed by virtue of that hand. Some other ones want people to be able to go into their bodies and pull the tumors out, which are the collections of toxins that have come from all of the chemicals and all of the tobacco and all of the, all of the, the poisons that they have been consuming over time. We want somebody to just wipe away our transgressions and the consequences of the seeds that we have been sowing. And it is delusional to think that there are those who have applied themselves and are that powerful to do for you what you have not been doing for yourself. But you are in a now moment where you can choose life. You can choose to do the clearing, the cleansing. You have access to all of the resources you need because you are in a direct line of light with your angels, guides, and guardians, you just have to clear it, clear the blockage and obstruction, be in a point and place where you're acknowledging it, where you're exalting a full life's urge. You do nothing to undermine yourself or yourselves. You are realizing that the intelligence of existence the presence of the absolute is all there is as existence itself. And there is nothing that can work against you when you have wisdom enough to do nothing to undermine yourself. It is our time to rise. It is our time to care. It is our time to live. It is our time to thrive. It is our time to prosper. But we cannot do it if we don't care to be realigned and corrected by virtue of our love of that which beats our hearts. Thou shalt love our mother, father, creator, God, the Lord, which is the law with our whole beings, with our whole might. To be in a place and space where you stop acting as if it's not yours to do. It is yours to do on behalf of those who did for you. 
And with each and every breath that I take and every beat of my heart and every step that I make, I am consciously caring to be able to inspire, to uplift, to give you a little bit more of what it is that you require to feel the degree of care and love, to stand on behalf of life itself, to stop acquiescing, to not be trying to put your power into that which has already been condemned. You get what you ask for and the wisdom starts when you care to ask for the fullness of yourself, the integrity of yourself, the light and wisdom and truth of yourself, the one self, the true self, the eye that truly sees that absolute and supreme intelligence that is animating you, that is beating your heart for our coming to that point and place where we realize how the laws are working and the fact that we are in flotation and rotation as a sphere that is 80% water to understand that water is the medium of intelligence that gives birth to things. And we're in a now moment where we have to truly hydrate and oxygenate ourselves and ourselves so that ourselves are able to be really infused with the declarations, the affirmations, the feelings of gratitude and thanksgiving as if we'd already received it. Life is absolutely divine. The intelligence of, exis of existence does not error. None of us are here by happenstance. We all have talents, skills, and abilities that are complementary, but it is not for someone's to feel that they do not have responsibility and obligation to exalt a full life surge. It is not for those ones to feel as though you can just sing and dance and entertain, but you don't have the responsibility to seek the truth and be in the light so that your songs and your dance take on a whole nother degree of effectiveness in the capacity to heal. For duty and obligation as, res as responsible, maturing people is to be vehicles and vessels of the light of the absolute, the love of the absolute, the truth of the absolute, the peace and poise and power of the absolute, regardless of what echelon of society you are in, whether you are one who deals with the education or you are one who wants to be a part of the healing forces or if you are the one who wants to deal with the financing and the business, it doesn't matter. There is no career objective, no occupation, no preoccupation. There is no one who will not benefit from being in the light of the truth of your absolute and supreme intelligence. There is no one who would not benefit. And we have to come to a point in place where we realize that there is no white supremacy and racism isn't just racism. It's insecurity and fear personified. Those who would plot an agenda to cripple 
violate, castrate, anesthetize, inebriate, intoxicate, undermine, usurp, bastardize, that these ones are sick people. Because healthy people, well, people do not create sickness, illness, disease, and death. Healthy people do not look to militarism and war and, and enslavement as the path of their prosperity. Healthy people are healthy because they have an inclination towards doing that which promotes wholeness at the cellular level and throughout every other aspect of their lives. It is time for us to be restored. It is time for us to be in a place where we are uncompromising. We will not do that which need not be done. We will no longer support those entities that are killing our children. We will no longer work on behalf of the corporate entities and deities of death. We are now in a time that requires us to rise. We are now in a time that requires us to care, to live and give our greatest gifts, to be the gifts, to be the solution, to be the answer, to tap into that which is our divinity on behalf of those who have come before us. There is no greater work and the need is now. We are in crisis it is a state of emergency that requires us to respond with a sense of urgency and you do it on a daily basis. By taking the time. To see yourself. Completely cleared and cleansed purified, renewed, rebirthed, regenerated, rejuvenated, revitalized, revivified, saved and delivered from the ditches and valleys of degradation, the delusions and the illusions and the propaganda and the programming of sickness, illness, disease, and death, you are are already this point of an absolute and supreme intelligence that is beginningless, endless, infinite, and eternal. It is our truth. And love is the harmony of the truth. And peace is accomplished love. It's not rocket science, but it is art and it is science. And it is divinity. And it is sacredness. And we are always in sacred space. The issue is, if you were really conscious and conscientious of dwelling in the presence of that which you refer to as God, if you were really mindful of being present in the presence of this absolute and supreme intelligence and exalted beings, would your day-to-day -day actions be the same as you're trying to act as, as if you are not in sacred space. You are not already in heaven. You are not in the presence of gods and goddesses and lords and saints and saviors. You are not, but you are. We are these points of absolute and supreme intelligence, and it is our turn to be completely corrected, realigned, reattuned, so that we are doing that which is ours to do in laying foundation for the kingdoms and queendoms of light by the clearing and cleansing and purification of our body temples 
so that the spirit and the essence of the true and living God and Goddess, the love of God, the light of God, the truth of God, the peace of God, the poise of God, the power of God, the majesty of God, the divinity of God has been completely re-enthroned as our absolute reality. You're in tune to Thursday Night Watch, the meeting of the inner circle, and this is Adama, your voice of resurrection. You're in tune to the meeting of the inner circle, and this is Adama thanking you for being right where you are in this now moment of eternity. For those of you who are tuning into the meeting of the inner circle for the very first time, I welcome you and pray that you find the inspiration to meet me here every Thursday night. For those of you who are tuning via the World Wide Web, thank you for caring to be with us than any other place on the planet. And for those of you who are the inner circle, the ones who make sure that you're always attuned to this frequency at this appointed time. Thank you so much for your consistency, your diligence, and I am in consistent prayer that you are receiving more insight, more motivation, inspiration, more that you require in order to dig deeper and reach higher to stand in the light of the truth of the all that you are as living, loving, intelligent, potent, and immortal point of absolute and supreme presence. We're in a now moment of eternity that requires us to really care. We have to care to live. We have to care to really be successful in our living. Care to be in a place where we are not creating disease and where there has already been some degree of dis-ease, imbalance, sickness, or illness to come to a point and place where you're willing to do whatever it takes in order to be whole again, to be freed up, to be in that now moment where you are rejoicing in the blessedness of your being and living your life as golden because you are the richest one who is the one that you are and we are all benefiting when we delve deeply in the depths of ourselves to tap the wealth of ourselves and coming to a point and place where in light of this now moment where there's so much energy on currencies, foreign currencies, foreign exchange, capitalism, money, bitcoins, cryptocurrency, all of this to realize that anything that man has created and the acquisition and hoarding, (laughs) collecting, all of that is fine, but that's not the purpose in being. And right now, our lives are in jeopardy because we are not properly oriented as to what the purpose in being on the planet actually is. And it requires a real depth of care. We can't get away from caring. To come to that place and space where you are consciously caring to be obedient and disciplined in the laws that govern us and to understand that there are laws that govern every aspect of our lives and that when we will properly prioritize ourselves and put ourselves and ourselves at the top of our list in terms of where we invest our attention and our energy in 
enhancing and regenerating and stimulating our own life currency, then everything else becomes much easier. The issue that we're facing is that so many ones are trying to acquire all of the man-made things and not respecting and reverencing and appreciating and honoring that which the intelligence of existence has created within and as themselves and where we become a detriment to ourselves, then there's no way to really properly be enriched. No matter how much man-made currency you may acquire. Success in capitalism is not success in life. Success in living requires a commitment to being. In focusing time and attention in reaching for the truth of oneself, the essence of one's life has to be connected to the essence of all of life. And this is what the divisiveness, the divide and conquer syndrome is to put us in a place where we are not exalting the oneness of existence and the competitiveness and all of that um, feeling that we have to fight other ones, we have to war against, we have to put someone at a disadvantage in order for us to be advantaged. It's not true. And in honoring the laws that govern us, then we're honoring the responsibility to exalt a full life's urge and be in a place where we are not a detriment to ourselves, that we are exalting a full life's urge. We are loving our lives. We are living our lives. We're taking time to realize the gifts that we've been given and consciously caring to honor them, respect them, and cultivate ourselves, the wealth of ourselves. And many people think that their education is the evidence of them having done that work, but it is not. Because where you have had to pay tens of thousands and hundreds of thousands of dollars to be educated under a system that does not support you having the time for self-discovery, self-actualization, self-realization, and your accreditation and being degreed and certified is based upon your ability to follow somebody's instructions and to be able to regurgitate their information and come to the inferences and the conclusions that they think and they say in order for you to get good grades. And I'm saying, no, we should be in a place in space where we are really being socialized and cultivated and cultured to, do, to be able to think. To be able to think and to really access the goodness of, of what our gifts actually are. And to even acknowledge that we already have our own inherent gifts that allow us to really tap into the wealth of ourselves. That when we come forward not being poisoned and being provided the amount of sunshine, fresh air, oxygenation, hydration, mineralization, good food, and rest and, and love and the real examples 
of what it is to become men and wound men. You understand? Then there is literally nothing that we cannot do, but everything that we could think to do would be harmonious with the whole of existence and the rights of our being qualified for continuance in existence and not creating that which undermines us or undermines life. See, there's only one absolute and supreme intelligence, and we can distort that intelligence. We can misuse it, abuse it to the detriment of ourselves and other ones, which is what constitutes real evil. Otherwise, there is no evil except for that which comes from the minds and the thoughts and the actions of ones who are not exalting the oneness. But there are no two forces that are vying for us. There is life that is beating our hearts and breathing us. That which will always be victorious and triumphant over every other thing because there's no way to defeat it. And the intelligence of existence that is causation, the beginninglessness and endlessness, the infinity and the eternity of all there is, we each have been given so much of it. And then the culture that we have been socialized in has taught us to disrespect it, disregard it, to be in a place where we don't acknowledge it, where we don't value it. We don't value ourselves. And we value that which is polished wood, metal, and stone to a greater degree than we value our children. Socialized under a culture that values property more than they value the lives of people. And this thing has been going on for hundreds of years. And those who were socialized, educated, and certified and degreed are still perpetuating the same foolishness. Because we've not outfought it. And the duty and, re and, and responsibility of, of really maturing is to be able to always be Harmonious with the will of existence in tapping more of it towards its greater good, towards the greater good of everything and everybody all at the same time. But that's like too much like right for most people. Most people don't want to be right. And I'm just saying for those of you who are listening to this program, there must be something that you're getting to be up this time of night listening to the program. So I'm encouraging you to dig deep and reach high to really come to a point where you are really making the commitments to stand in the fullness of all that you are as a living, loving, intelligent, potent, and immortal point of this absolute and supreme intelligence and to really invest in yourselves, invest in your clearing, your cleansing, your purification so that you are completely renewed, rebirthed, regenerated, rejuvenated, revitalized, and revivified to stand in the light of the truth of the one that you be on behalf of the ones that you have come through. Being able to consistently and continuously unfold in your self-actualization, self-realization, and harmonization with the will of existence, the laws of existence, and coming to that point and place where we are individually and collectively qualified for continuance in existence upon the planet and beyond the planet. For it is not a surprise to know that we will all leave, but we should not be dying. That because we are immersed in conditions that are facilitating sickness, illness, and disease from those who are coming through the womb 
and all stages of growth and unfoldment, every generation is under siege to the degree to which now it's being projected that those ones who've come forward will not live as long as their grandparents or their great-grandparents, that these young ones should be the most dynamic ones, the littlest ones, the ones just being born, the toddlers, those who are the pubescents, the adolescents, these ones should be the greatest ones. Why? Because it is the will of existence that each generation become more dynamic than the previous one. But the issue is, is that we've been under the tragedy and the travesty of a misguided people, influenced by a death culture, being seduced into thinking that death is our finality, our destiny, our fate, the culmination of life for everybody, regardless of how you live, to the degree to which people are all right with dying before they've even committed to the laws of life and living lawfully, living lovingly, living, exalting a full life's urge, consciously caring to respect and honor that which beats your heart and breathes you. This moment in which we're living is auspicious because we have the opportunity to do what previous generations did not know to do, and we have the opportunity to benefit from that which they did have light enough to do. Because there is so much information, so much intellectual property, so much history, so much that we can access. And whether we do it online or whether we go to libraries, whether we read books, whether we get still and get into meditation, you understand, we have access to an absolute and supreme intelligence. And we should be functioning as points of absolute and supreme intelligence. We should not be creating sickness, illness, and disease. We should not be rejoicing in our rights to be wrong and our rights to be inebriated, intoxicated, and filled with the rotting carcasses of pigs and cows and chickens and turkeys and fish and crayfish and lobster and crabs and all of these things that are creating the proliferation of worms and maggots and parasites and all of this stuff that's creating the cancers, the lupus, the diabetes, and all of this stuff, which is completely reversible, but it is not necessary for us to be in this place where we are creating sickness, illness, and disease. And because we have been socialized to think that killing ourselves is fun, that it's something that we should really rejoice in our opportunity to do, that it's the thing to do for celebration, for partying, for our anniversaries, for our birthdays, all of that. This is a problem because we cannot do this thing like that consistently over time without some detriment to ourselves. And where we start with being addicted to sugar from the time that we're children, then it's a problem because sugar literally is the gateway drug. Once you're addicted to sugar, you can be addicted to anything. Alcohol comes next, tobacco, because sugar puts us in a position where it undermines our will and where we have no will to exalt a full life's urge, where we have no will to do that which is truly in our best interest, where our will to live and our will to love and our will to be under the auspices of our souls and our will to exalt a full life's urge and to be obedient unto the laws of existence, where that will is compromised and usurped, then it's a problem particularly when you are mothers and fathers and grandmothers and grandfathers and responsible for the perpetuation of lineages of people. 
And so it takes a very intense depth of care to transcend, transform, and transmute everything to our greater good and to know that we have the power to do it because we are these points of an absolute and supreme intelligence and there literally is nothing that we cannot accomplish once we are properly oriented in affirming and declaring the truth of our being, not by virtue of our hue or our race or our sexual desires and affiliations of religion and politics and all of that, but by virtue of our each being points of an absolute and supreme intelligence that beats our heart and breathes us. And all who are breathing and have a beating heart are points of absolute and supreme intelligence. Every other being functions intelligently. But we have ones and ones who feel as though they have the opportunity and will take the opportunity to undermine our natural intelligence to exalt a full life's urge through psychological manipulations and behavior modification that is in full effect, as we can well see, because we are no longer exalting a full life's urge. We feel entitled to do that, which undermines ourselves and ourselves. We don't mind that we are not taking very good care of our children, that we honor the operational mechanical functioning of our automobiles, but we don't respect the divine cellular functioning of our children or our own bodies, hearts, minds, and spirits that we have been tampered with. This is not a natural state of being. And so it requires an intensity of intention to transcend it, transform it, transmute it into something that fuels your fires to be completely cleared and cleansed from it, to be reoriented and restored in the light of the truth of the one that you are as this point of this absolute and supreme intelligence to be in a mindset where you will do your daily due diligence of the clearing, the cleansing, the purification, so that you are able to reverse any issues that may have already accumulated in your tissues. And that we are always acknowledging that whatever we think we know, whatever it is we actually know, whatever it is we would like to know, that there is still an infinity that lies beyond us. So we should always be in a state of care to be consistent with the will of existence in expanding ourselves, growing ourselves, being in a place where our maturation is really typified by the reality that we are taking in more of the truth of ourselves, being perfected in our love of life and allowing love to perfect us in the character and virtues that allow us to be consistent in the integrity of high ethic and morality as these points of this absolute and supreme intelligence that is beginningless, endless, infinite, and eternal, which is referred to as God. But the bodies, our bodies are the temples for the dwelling of the true spirits of the living gods and goddesses. But being in a place where we care to be rightly aligned with our faculties that allow us to truly create 
requires the cleansing because blockage and obstruction is the way that the forces and those beings that are intentionally oppressive through the miseducation and the religious training and socialization that does not properly exalt the oneness of existence and the oneness of humanity and the right of beings to have the right to their lives without being herded to their demise and slaughtered so that their bodies could be served to people as happy meals. And to be in a place where we understand just how gross this is, to have places where hundreds of thousands of cows and pigs and chickens, their bodies are hanging. They've been dead for a while and their bodies are hanging in places so that they can be cut up and distributed to people as food. And we don't think about it. We don't consider it. We don't really have an understanding and an understanding as to how much violence is being created as a result of how much violence is going into that which you're eating and how it is that you're all right with being bombarded with blood and guts all the time in the movies and the video games and and the television shows and whatnot. This is a problem. See, y'all can feel in a way about, about same gender-loving ones expressing their love and whatnot on the TV, but you're not in, in, enraged about how much blood and violence is there. And for those who have a serious appetite for it where you have to have it, then it's a problem within your very spirit when you are being consciously entertained and kill it and feel as if you can't even imagine what it is to have a meal unless a dead body, a carcass is sitting on it. It's a problem when we remember who we are as these points of an absolute and supreme intelligence that is the intelligence of all beings. And these people have lied and given us the thought that we have the right to kill. We have the right to subdue and to dominate, to have dominion. And this is being perpetuated in the patriarchy and whatnot, in the violence against women, the violence against little girls, the entrapment and the sex slavery and whatnot that goes on because grown men never grew up to be real men. And so in order for our society to change, it really has to change with the people. And where the people refuse to change, then the place deserves its destruction, which is the karmic debt for the annihilation and the violation of our indigenous and our aboriginal and our native families. And the billions of creatures whose habitats are being destroyed as a result of man's Greed for space, his greed for flesh. We have to come to a point and place where we understand that it's, it's the will of existence for those of us who are sharing the reality of the now moment of eternity 
that this now moment is calling us to come to that point of realization, revelation, clarification, where we care to be rightly aligned with life itself and the forces of life itself and the intelligences of life itself. And that we cannot continue to be in a place where we love killing and we love eating the flesh of dead animals and we love creating all manners of detriment to ourselves, but then you want to be respected as intelligent people. And you create detriment to yourselves, but then you go to the doctors. And the doctors do you more detriment. But you keep going back to the doctor. But you don't want to do what's in your own best interest. But you want to be respected as intelligent people. Intelligence does not undermine itself. This is how we know that the behavior of the people has been modified and the modification has come through the assault at the cellular level by the nitrates, the nitrites, the BHA, the BHT, the preservatives, the antibiotics, the the hormones, all of these chemicals that are saturating and concentrating in your brain, your organs, your glands, and, and then they're contraindicating with each other and nobody is really assessing how this impacts and affects. Except now we see that our elders are having this dementia and this Alzheimer's and the Parkinson's and, and even in their distortion and dysfunction as elders, they still don't want to change. They still don't want to do anything in their own best interest. They still want to do all of the things that created their sickness, illness, and disease. Every intelligence, every being is intelligence, and every intelligent being has a way to respond when it senses that its life is being threatened. Except for the pigs and the cows and the chickens and the turkeys that you all are eating, they are not able to respond. They're being herded to their death, to their slaughter. And now you who feed from them are being herded into your own death, and you can't put on the brakes. You can't switch gears, you can't make a U-turn, you can't do anything but rush towards your own demise. We're in and out moment where you have to realize that that's a spell that can be broken, but it takes an intensity of your care. You have to think about it, you have to look at yourself, you have to want life and know that God, that intelligence of existence that is beating your heart, breathing you, has the world spending, the sun blazing and whatnot, that it is nothing that it cannot do, but we have to come to a point and place where it matters to us to be cleared and cleansed and healed and renewed. But how is it that you can just continue to do that which is detrimental to yourself? And be all right with it when you know that it's going to end badly. Because there is nobody that you've watched go through this and survive it. The cancer, the heart heart disease, the strokes, all of this is completely reversible. The cancer... HIV to AIDS is completely reversible because we, each of these living, loving, intelligent, potent, and immortal points of absolute and supreme intelligence that is there first. And that intelligence is charged upon every fiber of your being. And regardless of how much accumulation of all of these chemicals and all of this rot that you have going on, 
you can be cleansed. You can be cleared. You can be purified. You can be renewed, rebirthed, regenerated, rejuvenated, revitalized, revivified, and completely resurrected. But do you care to do it? It's your time to decide. No decision gets you nothing. You'd be a better one for trying. And I'm here to help. You're in tune to the meeting of the inner circle. And this is Adama, your voice of resurrection and heraldess of the eternal.